Starting Masechah Sukkah, Perak Base, Mishnah Hay, we're continuing on where we left off yesterday about, um, we have a story here about eating outside the Sukkah. If you recall, yesterday we said that Achilas Arai, let's call it snacking for a second, snacking outside the Sukkah is mutter, it's only a kviyastika eating, a formal, more, more formal eating that's required. I'll just remind you, we had shitas, the Bartanura brought, shita, like shitas Aran, that any snack is mutter outside the Sukkah. And and the Shulchan Aruch Paskin, like Tosos and the Rosh, that it's it's a kazayas. The Rambam had like sort of a, a bad kazayas here. The truth is, pretty much everyone learns that we're talking. I'll just remind you from yesterday. We're talking about eating baked grain, but eating fruits out of the sukkah is mutter. I should point out, however, the Gemara has a tzad that it's that the kazayas and kabetzah shear. If I say kazayas, it's kabetzah. I'm sorry. The kabetzah shear, the eggs amounts of food out of the sukkah. That's a uh, more than that would be forbidden, applies even to non-baked grain, like to fruits. It does have such tzad, although the, besides the riff, the post don't bring like that. In any case, we're picking up, showing stories about people eating outside their sukkah or not. So it says now, Mishnah, hey, Maisa, once upon a time it happened. She'eviu lolo Rabban Yochanan Menzakai, Rabban Yochanan Menzakai, the first of the, of the Nasim after the Chorban, lit om est hatavshel, they gave him some of a cooked dish to taste, to ima, it tastes, implies an insignificant amount of food, so he's just having a little bit. And also, another story for Rabban Gamliel, he was the successor of Yochanan and Zakkai, Shtei Kosavos, they brought him two, remember Kosavos is a date, these are presumably pitted dates, but anyways, dates to eat, two dates to eat, Uduli Shalmayim, and also a bucket of water, a lot of water. The Amru, and they said, Ha'alum Lusukkah, bring him up to the sukkah, meaning they were not prepared to eat these small amounts of things, Outside the sukkah, so the Gemara ends up even water, yeah, even even water. Well, water and dates, but yeah, that's right. So the Gemara brings from here two points. Number one point is that you see, you could be machmir. It's not considered to be like um, yura, you know, like I don't know, arrogant to eat outside of the sukkah. Uh, to be machmir, excuse me, to only eat inside the sukkah. That's not considered mechzik yura. It's not a problem. Um, the second thing is from here, the Rambam brings his his halacha, which the Shulchan Aruch brings, is that. Um, Teresa Meshubach. Yesterday, I think I said it was the Rambam's lashon was Tavolo um, Bracha. I looked inside. Teresa Meshubach. It's praiseworthy to be machmer and eat everything inside your sukkah, even drink. So these two stories here show you that they were these guys, these they weren't guys. They were the Nazim. These Dole Olam. They, they were ma- what? Yeah, Teresa Meshubach. Yeah, that's right. So um, so they were machbed to eat even things that were technically mutter to eat outside the sukkah in the sukkah. That's part number one. Now, part number two is... Is that my phone? It's not nice. Okay, part number two, this is a little bit complicated, but hopefully it'll be clear the first time. So, another story. Ukishanasnu, when they gave low to Rabbi Yochanan, uh, sorry, Rabbi Tzadok, to Rabbi Tzadok, Ochel Pachos Mekabetza, an amount of food that was less than a kabetza, so now mutter eat outside the sukkah, he took it from them with a mapa. He didn't touch it directly. He touched it with a with a serviette, with a napkin. We'll get back to that in a minute. Va'achlo, he ate that food outside the sukkah. and he didn't bench after it. So, meaning they gave him a bit of bread to eat, less than a kibbutzah bread, and he ate it outside the sukkah, and he didn't bench afterwards. So the the, the the main thing you need to see here is 
in terms of sukkah is you see that he was a machmer, he was a, also a big shot, and he didn't see any nests. He didn't see the necessity of eating inside the sukkah, even though he was eating bread, less than the kibetza, to eat outside the sukkah. That's the din by sukkah. So now there's a complicated din that comes out of here from the Gemara, which is, we have to explore because it's halacha lamaisa. Anyways, when it says not the bamak, but he took it with a napkin, so the Gemara speaks out, he didn't, he didn't wash, but it speaks out, he didn't have to wash. That, that's, he, he didn't do it because he, because he was trying to avoid washing. The reason why you have to, the Gemara has to say that is because to, you're not allowed, you're not allowed to um, opt out of washing. There is such a din that like in a, in a, a, shas, in a present situation, you have to, you're allowed to not wash your hands and simply hold something in a plastic bag. Halach lamaisa, I'll give you a, I'll give you a practical application of this. What I'm saying now, not all posts will agree to, but this is what I say. Okay? When you're sitting, I don't know, and Rav Yitzhak Berkowitz is the one that said it to me, and I, I'm with him on this one. Although I don't think Rav Lundowitz even agrees with it. But anyways, here's, a, here's, here's a, a practical application of this. You're sitting in an airplane, and you're on the inside, and there's someone sitting you, like, on the aisle seat who's sleeping. Okay? And they bring you your food, and it's an alleged Mazonos roll, which we're not going to get into. We're not going to get into that part of it. But anyways, but anyways let's, forget, forget, forget. It's, it's, it's bread, okay? They bring you a bona fide, undeniable piece of bread, which you want to eat. But to get to wash your hands to eat, and that's your, that's your that's your meal on the plane. You're stuck. You ain't got much else to eat there. So, but to get out, you have to go and, and wake up your neighbor. So, in that case, if you're asking me, just you don't have to. You definitely shouldn't wake him up, and you don't have to starve. And therefore, you could hold it in a plastic bag, whatever it is, and eat it. Hold it in a plastic bag and eat it. Hold your hands in a plastic bag, fucking eat it, or whatever. I'm saying you can't touch the food because you have to wash your hands. What bracha you say? There is a though this this on the kiosk you but if I'm not mistaken, that only applies to the do, the washing you do. Regular hamotzi, regular hamotzi. So you put your hand in a plastic bag, so your hands can't touch the food or gloves, whatever, and you eat it. Yeah, and you eat it. So that's well, it's it's basically never applicable nowadays because now we live in a world with this running water. Like it's easy to get water to wash your hands. There's no there's really no excuse. If you're on a camping trip and there's no water within, you know, 18 minutes of you and stuff like that. That, that no, because the, the I don't get to more details of washing hands, but washing hands for bread, it's in a, it's a it's a not a din in cleanness. It's a din in um, it's yeah, it's a, exactly. It's it's to remember that they because of, of tuma issues. When you wash your hands in the morning. For davening, there's an issue. The, the issue is cleanliness. There is some else ruach ra business, but that's something else altogether. But the washing before uh, the bracha that you make on the yadaim at shachris has to do with it's a machlokus Russian Russian raj about exactly what's going on. But basically, whether you're bria chadasha or whether it's like your new creation, you need to wash your hands or you need to wash hands because they're dirty. Either way, point is you have to clean your hands, and therefore, if you have nothing else water to do, then you can wipe them down, and then you say bracha on the kios yadaim. Something else. But that's neither here nor there. The, the point is, <clears throat> you never heard that before because it's basically never nogea. I don't know if I've ever done it in my entire life, like not wash my hands, held in a plastic bag. There's no, there's no heter to do it. But I guess unless unless dot dot dot. I don't know what. Whatever the story is. You're yeah, you're on a plane and trapped in. Or I don't know what. You're in a car. You're in a car and you're starving and like there's nowhere to stop or you're in a dangerous area. I don't know. But the point is, if that happens, except for the plane case. I want to so you, you don't have to wash your hands but this isn't the case here by Rabbi Tzadok here he could have washed his hands he just didn't see any need to 
Um, and the reason why I took it in a napkin, the Moskana of the Gemara, is that just he wanted to be clean, you know? Cleanliness is next to godliness. I don't think it's a Jewish quote, but, uh, but I know that Rabbi Sosalanter endorsed the book, say, for Cheshvan Nefesh, which has it as one of its Gilmidos, even though. There, I'll talk, I'll tell you what it's It's Benjamin Franklin's Midos, but anyways, but it seems to have gone to the Jewish world anyways. So those 13 Midos are from Benjamin Franklin, they're not from Rav Mendel Satanov, who wrote the books of Cheshvan Nefesh. He just took it. But anyways, that's another story from another time. Um, point is that he took it because he wanted his hands to be clean. So he, he didn't see, he just didn't hold, you had to wash on this bit of bread. Okay? So now, why did he not hold to that? So there's two, Gamora brings two possibilities down. And this is where it gets a little bit complicated, but it's Nogia Lamaisa. Either he held that the din for Al-Natil Siodaim is connected to the din of benching. Like, they're packaged in. If you don't have to bench, you don't have to wash Al-Natil Siodaim. In which case, you see from the end of the, that he, Paskin, we see at the end of the, the mission here, that he held like Rabbi Yehuda. Remember, if you remember back to the seventh paragraph of Rachas, as a Machlokas, if you bench on a Kabetza or a Kazais, Rav Meir said a Kazais, Rav Yehuda said a Kabetza, the Lachas like Rav Meir, it's a Kazais, but he held it was like Rav Yehuda, it was a Kabetza, and since he held in is, you only wash if you need to bench, since there's no benching, no washing required. That's possibility A. Possibility B, is he holds that washing is, for bread is connected to to Tuma, and Midorais, at least, Tuma and food only conveys at a Kabetza amount, less than a Kabetza not. I believe any other abundance you might know out. Um, and, and therefore, since there's no Tuma issue here, he didn't have to wash his hands. Okay, that's all very simple. But the Gomorrah, we're, Lahalacha, we're essentially Machmir for both of these possibilities, meaning, we're, we're afraid that since the, since if the Halacha is like Rabbi that you, the din of washing your hands is connected to the din of benching. And since we don't possibly like Rabbi Yehuda like he did, he, we possibly like Rabbi Meir, that even a Kazais requires um, benching. So then it will come out that even at a Kazais, according to that, you'll need to wash your hands. Okay? On the other hand, if the Lacha is that it's, it's the washing your hands is connected to Tuma, so then, um, which is, I think, ostensibly the, the Halacha, like that's, okay, that, then, then, um, then you wouldn't need to wash your hands because it's not a kabetza. Okay? So it'll come out then, since we're afraid of both shitas, we will wash our hands for anything bigger than a kazayas. But we won't make a brach because we're afraid of the halacha that it's supposed after tuma until it gets to kabetza. And that's a din. The din is no... If you're going to... If you're going to... There are shitas that hold. I think the Mishra Burr brings it down. That you should wash your hands at any amount of bread. But... Maker, then you have to wash your hands from a kazayas or bread, but you don't make a bracha if you're not planning eating a kabetza. This is very nogea. I'll give you an example. Very nogea. If a person, for example, doesn't tolerate gluten, and he's, but he's eating for this very well, but he's eating a kazayas for the sake of a mitzvah, whether it be on Pesach or even tonight, any, any meal you have a chiv of, of a suda, tonight you have a chiv to eat a kazayas also, we'll discuss later on. So, um, so if they're only going to eat a mitzumtzum kazayas, just a kazayas, they don't want more than that, you know, because it doesn't make them feel good. So then, um, they wouldn't say a bracha until they wash. So that's halacha Okay, so that's, that's that. Silly question. Yeah. They still say hamotzi. Still hamotzi, hamotzi, yeah. Hamotzi is on any... Bracha rishona goes on any amount of food. Even like halacha, bottom line, even like chewing gum, because that little bit of flavor that goes down your throat, that's enough to make a bracha. Bottom line, halacha l'maysa. I think it's how everyone possible. But, uh, but, but uh, <coughs> washing is something else, so we see here, and, and birchas hamotzi is on satisfaction, so if you didn't get kazayas, 
and you don't bench on it. Okay. <laughs>